Welcome to Voice of UCM. I'm your host, Abram Tabor, and today I'm joined by Tyler Habiger. He's the Director of Annual Giving with the UCM Alumni Foundation. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, Abram. This is a pleasure. Absolutely. Now, you do work with the UCM Alumni Foundation, and I assume most people sort of know what an alumni foundation is, but could you just give me a sort of quick one-two of what is the UCM Alumni Foundation? What do you guys do? Absolutely. The the UCM Alumni Foundation uh, is the sort of outreach to our alumni and to our donors for the University of Central Missouri. And for a long time, uh, the Alumni Alumni Association and the UCM Foundation were separate entities, and uh, a few years back, uh, they actually combined their efforts because that's that's really how it should be, so we can mm. pool our efforts and really reach people in the way that they should be reached. So uh, we raise money, we manage money, uh, we cultivate resources, and we engage um, over, you know, there's it's really something because we engage over 100,000 living alumni with the University oh, wow. of Central Missouri. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that before I before I got this job, and so it's we really do uh, really do some fantastic things, and uh, I really think the, the the best is yet to come with the alumni foundation and the work that we get to do with um, the alumni and donors that we have because we've had over the past three or four years we've had several record breaking years in terms of fundraising and engaging alumni, and because we track all the engagement that we do with our alums alumni that. Uh, come to donor events. They, you know, attend things on campus. They volunteer their time. They come and talk to classes. You know, they come and talk to digital production classes and so forth. Sure. And uh, so we track all that because we want to know what our alums are interested in doing, how they're interested in helping, and so forth. And um, so, so we track that. And um, obviously, we raise money and we manage money. And we've had several record years of um, of success with our alumni. So this past fiscal year, because the Alumni Foundation operates on a fiscal year versus a calendar year. So we go from July to June. Okay. And so this past fiscal year, which was fiscal year 2022, we had nearly 8,400 donors to oh, wow. the Alumni Foundation. And that is an all-time record of yeah. support. And it's just really a tribute to it's sort of a it's just a it's a trickle down effort you know we have a great president we have a great leadership team and we have a great uh, vice president of our foundation Courtney Goddard who's been here several years and she's really um, she's really built a fantastic team and um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Right on. Now you mentioned the huge audience you guys have of a hundred and hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. That's a massive base to go off of. You know, when I think of UCM, I think of, you know, we're kind of a small public university, but 100,000 is a lot of people. Now, I'm in the business of digital media production. I know how audiences work. What is it like trying to reach an audience of probably a fairly diverse 100,000 people? You know, what is what do you go to as an alumni foundation to appeal to that audience? Well, <laughs> it is... When you have an audience that big, uh, I, I'll be honest with you and your listeners, it is freaking hard uh, to, <laughs> sure to to thing. reach to reach an audience because you have folks that are super super engaged. They they want to they want to be involved with their university, and there are some that are just I had a great time there and been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and I'm I'm ready to go live my life, and that's fine. And so it's 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 definitely 
we talk about that every day in terms of the events that we have because we do try to travel to different parts of the country where there is a big uh, Mule Nation alumni base. Um, mm. We're actually, I'm getting ready to go to St. Louis in a couple of days for a St. Louis event. Uh, we have several events in Florida, Texas, California, Chicago. Uh, we, had one in, we had one in New York not too long ago. So we're, we're, we're trying to get out to different places around the country because not everybody can make it back to Warrensburg for homecoming year after year. Right. And we don't expect them to. We do. We want them to. But we want to try and bring uh, the UCM message to them wherever they may be. And we have some really awesome pockets of alumni around the country and you know they have stories to tell and you know it's it's always good to come to them because we can have some amazing relationships with these folks and we can apply their passions to needs here at UCM. Um, I actually just not only do I do annual giving um, at the foundation which is mail, email, crowdfunding, special giving initiatives. If you get a piece of mail, it's probably from me. Right on. And, and uh, so you can't put it in the trash when I send it to you after you graduate. You have to, you know. Okay. You know, now that I've talked to you, yeah, I'll there you go. See, uh, I have there to you... read it, yeah. Exactly, right. <laughs> so um, I also do some major gift work, and I got to meet some really fantastic alumni from Colorado that um, they actually were here for a fraternity reunion. Theta Chi was celebrating their 60th anniversary last year actually earlier this year, and they said we want to, you know, we've, we love UCM and we've just never had um, the opportunity to express that, so we want to do a scholarship for, one, for, a, uh, for a sorority here on campus, and it's the first dedicated scholarship for uh, the Sigma Sigma Sigmas here on campus, which is phenomenal, and so that brought a real smile to my face. Like, that makes the work that I do worthwhile, because it's hard to raise money mm-hmm. in any setting, because you have oodles of nonprofits out there that are sort of fighting for that slice of the giving pie, if that makes sense. And because you have all different kinds of passions out there, you all you have all different kinds of needs. You know, there's democracy projects, there's uh, climate change, there's, you know, uh, overseas efforts and things like that. And then you have universities out there that are still trying to connect with their alumni and apply their passions to needs here. So it's, it just, it gets harder all the time, but I, I, I don't feel pressured by that because it's just, it's an incentive for me to find a different way to tell the same story. Mm. Because the need is still there. I just have to do it. I just have to go about it differently. So, yeah, back to my first point. It's freaking hard. <laughs> Sounds like it. You know, even as a person who's had projects and whatnot that, you know, I have to identify a target audience to appeal to, you know, like even just figuring out what is that can be difficult. Like, you know, if you look at, the audience of UCM, you know, what, what is the audience of UCM for a radio show that goes on on Wednesday and Saturday nights? You know, I, I don't know exactly what that is. Now I do. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I have a radio show. Right. Um, and you bring on the best caliber of guests that you possibly can. So absolutely. Yeah, case in point, right here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So you mentioned something that I thought was interesting or just reflecting on it. You know, I've seen a lot of people who are alumni and they receive that letter and plenty of comedians have talked about it where they get in a letter from the Alumni Foundation or Alumni Association that's like, hey, you know, you graduated and like, please give us more money. And I think that's often the stereotype of what 
is the Alumni Foundation that's just like, hey, please just give us more money. You know, we need more money. But I think it's a little bit deeper than that because, I mean, funds go to scholarships and things like that that help more students come in and get excited about learning. Um, you know, I'm a scholarship student, so some of those actually apply to me, and I found that super important to being able to do what I want to do, get internships that I need, have opportunities that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So I guess my question is, when you have that sort of strong cultural stereotype of just wanting to get more money and that's it, how do you deal with that? How how do you establish like the why it is actually important to donate? Yeah. No, it's it's that's very fair because I, I hear that all the time. It's you know oh I you know I paid X amount of thousands of dollars in student loans. It'll take me years to pay it off, and so why would you come around and ask me, you know, for money again? And you know what I, I hear them, and I understand that because I, I went to uh, I'm actually not a UCM alum yet, um, but I I went to a private liberal arts university um, in Springfield, and you know I'm still paying all my student loans. I graduated ten years ago. Mm. And but it, it's easier for me because I'm here at the heart of it and I understand where that money is going. But it's just it, it's it's an opportunity to tell really interesting stories about students like yourself that may not have been able to be here if they didn't get that student scholarship or if they didn't get, you know, red and black or, you know, their department didn't get this opportunity grant to provide, you know, new equipment, new podcasting equipment and stuff like that. So. I tell people this all the time. When you get that piece of mail, when you get that email or that text message or whatever from from the foundation, it really doesn't matter so much the amount that you give as long as you give. And I and I and I mean that sincerely because a lot of alums that I get to talk to because I'll get to go and talk to young alums and I'll you know buy them a cup of coffee and I sit down and it's like what do you want out of your out of your UCM alumni experience? And they're like, well, don't ask me for millions of dollars because I don't have it. And I'm like, I wasn't going to. I, I, <laughs> want to, I want to know what your experience has been, how UCM has better prepared you, how can we do better for students in the future? And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of students out there, that, a lot of alums out there that are working very hard. They're making strides in their careers, which is what we want. And we also want them to give back in the ways that they can. And it doesn't always mean fundraising. It doesn't always mean giving back dollars. It means, for some, it's giving back time. Like, we have an alum in Los Angeles. Uh, his name is Brian Thomas Smith, mm -hmm. uh, class, class of 2000. And he's been on, you know, the Big Bang Theory. He's been on, God, he's been on so much stuff over the years. And he's got a lot of projects coming up. And he's really made it as a working actor. And he gives back of his time. He gives back to students in the classroom during COVID. He Zoomed in and he talked to students during lockdown about what it's like to be a professional actor, you know, sending in audition tapes and so forth. And last year during Giving Tuesday, he was our sort of celebrity uh, celebrity person. And he really helped us spread the word for Giving Tuesday. And, you know, he really made that a success and we blew the doors off the place. So it's not always about giving back in terms of dollars it's giving back your experience and your time because we have alums in all different kinds of of uh, careers and so forth you know we have insurance agents we have uh, lawyers we have politicians we have all different kinds of folks that have really succeeded and if we can get that knowledge into the hands of students like you then i've done my job if i can connect one of my student workers with a you know a retired uh, reporter from a kansas city news station then i've done my job 
And so it's all about making those connections and really interconnecting our alumni base because we're all we've got. So we gotta, you know, we gotta stick together and we gotta help one another when we can. So, you know, and and back to and back to the giving point. You know, I I don't expect you know a recent graduate to give millions of dollars. That's that's incredibly unrealistic. <laughs> and yeah, right. Um, I just you know as you know, give your twenty five dollar gift back to the annual fund or to your department, and it means so much. It really does. Every single gift that the alumni foundation gets. Uh, it really makes a difference. And, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what you give as long as you keep on giving. You mentioned Giving Tuesday, and we're going to dive into that in a little bit more detail right after this short break. We'll be back with Voices of UCM right here on UCM The Beat. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So keep the animals safe, especially the cute shirtless one. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Voices of UCM. Today we're joined by Tyler Habiger. He is the Director of Annual Giving for the UCM Alumni Foundation, and he does a bunch of awesome work. Handles the mail. If you get a letter from the Alumni Foundation, he probably had a part in it. We just mentioned in the last segment before we went to break, we talked a little bit about Giving Tuesday. And that's actually one of the major things I wanted to talk with you about today, because that's coming up. It's on November 29th, I believe. 29th. It is the best holiday of the year. It is my, it's my, my boss, Jackie Jackson, who's the associate vice president. She always tells people it's her favorite holiday. And it very much is. Um, so Giving Tuesday, for those that don't really know what that is, I get that mm-hmm. question a lot. What is Giving Tuesday? Well, it's, it's a it is a global day of philanthropy, global day of giving that was started, oh, about 10 years ago by the likes of Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation because they wanted to do a collective day where nonprofits and foundations and so forth could raise as much money as they could and through through a more sort of organic way of doing it. And UCM participates in Giving Tuesday, and it is a phenomenal way for us to raise funds for the Central Annual Fund. And... What the Central Annual Fund is, it is the sort of the core central, if you will, core fund for operations here at the University of Central Missouri. It provides a lot of uh, fantastic um, opportunities for students, faculty, and programs, and it provides sort of the greatest needs for our university. It helps us to meet the needs of students like yourself when we cannot, it's, it's the needs that we can't really predict or prepare for because the needs of students change all the time. Yeah. And, you know, case in point being, you know, still, you know, COVID-19 is still, you know, still out there. It's, it's clear and present and it's not really something you can prepare for. It's like, how do you prepare to say, well, we need, uh, we need a bunch of plexiglass and we need masks and Germex and all those things. And, those are the things you just can't prepare for. And so thankfully, those unrestricted uh, annual fund dollars allow us to, to meet those needs. And we also do something really cool through the annual fund, which is, and it's, and it's unique to UCM, and it's not something I've seen at any of the other institutions I've worked at. It's called the Opportunity Grant Program. 
And what that is, is it's a way for faculty and staff here through different programs and departments uh, like digital media production to mm-hmm. apply for uh, what we call seed money or that investment money to work on a project that their budgets won't allow. And it allows them to purchase equipment, make uh, upgrades to their facilities, get pieces that they need in order to create phenomenal student experiences. So uh, the campus, uh, the campus covered, was founded through uh, the Opportunity Grant Program. Uh, the um, the uh, UCM Clothing Closet. Yes. Yeah. The, the one that Career Services takes yes. care of. Yeah, that was that was started through an Opportunity Grant. Um, we've also gotten some kitchen equipment for the Thrive Program. Because uh, they're adding a third year to their program, and they teach them sort of life skills like how to use a crock pot and things like that. So we mm-hmm. help provide that kitchen equipment. So there's all kinds of really cool things that it gets to do. And those are all thanks to uh, annual giving dollars and all through uh, gifts to the annual fund. So we're really excited about Giving Tuesday. Last year, you mentioned it last segment, uh, you had Brian Thomas Smith. Just now, you said that you blew the doors off the place. Now, Different years, obviously, different methods of how you're going to go about raising excitement for Giving Tuesday for what you're doing. Yeah. What are you doing this year uh, for Giving Tuesday? We've got, we've got some amazing things planned this year. We have uh, we, we've sort of proven to a lot of our alumni and donors that this day is important. And so a lot of folks are really buying into it and investing in it. So uh, thanks to, in great part, to a lot of the relationships that have been built over the years by our executive director, Courtney Goddard, uh, we have secured uh, some amazing matching and challenge gifts to help your gift go even further that day. So, for example, you want to make your first gift back to UCM, right? So you got $25 to spend or to, or to donate, and so you want to give it back on Giving Tuesday. Here's what, that, here's what these matches and challenges do for that day. So, match number one, we have an anonymous donor that has provided $10,000. Whoa. Yeah. They have put up $10,000. Two, uh, to help your gift go even further. So once we reach 300 donors on that day, it unlocks that $10,000 and it puts, it puts it toward the central annual fund. So this day is all about donor count. So really, the best way that people can help out there is to spread the word on social media, to you know email their friends, text their friends, and so forth. We'll be doing the same, but it means a lot more coming from folks like you. Mm-hmm. The second match is that we have uh, partnered with uh, the Paramitas Foundation out of California, uh, which one of their one of their leaders is uh, a, an alum, an '87 alum, Phyllis Huang. Mm-hmm. She's on our board of directors for the Alumni Foundation, and she has provided twenty thousand dollars as a matching opportunity. So that is a two to one match, which means that your twenty five dollars becomes seventy five dollars. And so it multiplies the benefits of your gift exponentially. So not only are you giving towards this dollar-for-dollar match, but you're also giving towards this challenge, which will unlock an additional huge sum of money that will go towards the central annual fund. So there's really cool ways uh, that donors can really have their gifts multiplied on this day. So, And again, it's really not so much about how much you give. It's just giving because Mm -hmm. either way, you're going to make a difference on that day. You talk about a little goes a long way, right? No kidding. And we also have, uh, because I've, I've found since I've been working here, um, 
UCM folks, they like they like their stuff. Yes. And so we have got these awesome little, you know, I'm showing the microphone here. So we've got, <laughs> <laughs> we've got these UCM stocking caps just in time for winter. So, and I'm Ooh. tossing it over. So, yeah. yeah there you go. I got it now. Nice and comfy and everything. You got, got the, a nice little pom-pom on little top. Little pom on top. That's right. So, you know, we, well, we, want, pe- we want people to look stylish. And so people can, uh, people can receive that when they um, uh, make a gift of $50 or more. Um, on that day, so we've we've got those, and I I will say they you are need very. This back. Oh no, actually, you know what? Since since you've done such a great job today, that's yours. Oh, yeah, that's yours. Yeah. Well, you're such a great interview. Make a make a make a gift in your honor. So um, that's nice. But yeah, so it's we've there's all kinds of fun stuff going on that day, and um, I've saved. I think I've saved the best for last. We are actually doing a live Facebook Live Power Hour on that day. So on the UCM Alumni Foundation's. Facebook page. Again, that's the Alumni Foundation's Facebook page. Okay. We're going to have a live fashion show. We are going to have a fashion show featuring uh, students from the fashion program here on campus, uh, which we've been working with uh, Dr. Melissa Abner on Mm -hmm. that. She's wonderful. And we are going to have students from the fashion program sort of highlighting some of their creations and some of the things that they've created that they sell in the bookstore and so forth. And we're also going to have past recipients of the Opportunity Grants come in, and they're going to basically walk the runway. It's going to be in the Union Auditorium, so anybody can come and watch. Uh, they're going to walk, sort of rock the run, walk the runway, as it were, and they're going to be interviewed by uh, probably me or somebody, but uh, just interviewed for the camera about their Opportunity Grants and how many students it's helped and so forth. So it really demonstrates the power of their giving, of donor giving on that day. So, you know, we got the caps, we have matching gifts, we have the fashion show power hour that's gonna be a busy day and i really hope folks um really hope folks step up uh which they already have because the the page is already open and we've got some folks uh, making gifts in advance um mm-hmm. which is great sort of giving us sort of that uh kick that we need to really you know raise those needed dollars for the annual fund that day so now uh, the site is live so you can go right now it's ucmgives.org that's u-c-m-g-i-v-e-s.org ucmgives.org and that is our site Right on. Now, you said that uh, the runway walk, man, that is a difficult word to say, runway walk together. It's a lot of runway rah, rah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of rah, rah. Yeah. You need to make that a tongue twister for it's... a radio production class. No at kidding, some point. right. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, you mentioned the runway walk is uh, on Giving Tuesday, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's in the Union Auditorium. Mm-hmm. What time would that be? That's a high noon. High noon. High noon, 12 o'clock noon on that day. So. Uh, we're yeah we're really pumped so because last year we did a couple of different power hours we used uh, we we collaborated with uh, the ROTC cadets uh, we collaborated with the mule riders last year and those were big hits and so we really want to op- we really want to highlight different areas of campus that are doing just amazing things and the fashion program is always doing awesome things they really are I remember homecoming they had like a custom custom made tie dye T shirts that they had put together uh, for just for home. Actually, I think it was for Get the Red Out, not Get the not Homecoming. Yeah. Correction on me. Yeah. Get the Red Out. They had these tie-dye T-shirts that they were just selling for Get the Red Out. And I just thought that was so such a neat idea for the fashion program to do that. And I've seen them step up in some amazing ways this year. Yeah. Now, we'll be right back with more of Tyler Habiger. And we're going to talk a little bit about you, not just the Alumni Foundation and Giving Tuesday. Oh, gosh. You better be prepared. <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm not going anywhere. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. 
Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's one out of every five precious children in this country who might not get to eat dinner tonight. But hope is just around the bend because there's enough healthy, nutritious food produced in this country to put a smile on the face of every last hungry kid. And that's when the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks steps into the picture. They collect surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to the hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. So join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Voices of UCM. Today, we're joined by Tyler Haviger. He's the Director of Annual Giving with the UCM Alumni Foundation. We've talked a little bit about what you do, whether it's handling the mail requests. If you get a letter in the mail from the Alumni Foundation, you probably had something to do with it. And we've talked about Giving Tuesday, which is coming up on November 29th, where people can give and there's all kind of, kinds of amazing opportunities and there's a runway walk they can tune into uh, with the fashion program on that day, which sounds like it's going to be an amazing time. But we haven't really talked about you. So how did you get to being at UCM? Oh, gosh, I guess to, to get to the bottom of that story, you have to go way back to, to the high school days. So oh I'm my. originally from I'm originally from Bolivar, Missouri, which mm-hmm. is about, oh, my my grandparents farm is about 92 minutes from my apartment right now because I live about a half mile from campus now. So I can walk to work, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. And so w- when I was in high school, one of the things that we would do is uh, I was in the marching band. And so we would come up for marching band days here at UCM. I can't remember what it's called now. It's like, oh, it's a contest of champions. Champions. Or something like yeah. That. And I think that's what it was called back then, too. And so when I was a freshman, I was, you know, 14, 15 year old acne all over me, you know, <laughs> sort of trumpet player. And I was learning Go Mules and um, and the fight song and all that stuff. So I was, I was learning all about that with no idea what it meant. And then getting to march onto Walton Stadium Field, Kennedy Field, and, you know, getting to play with the, the, you know, your marching mules and everything, that was, you know, that's something I never really forgot. And, and I, never, I never really thought much of it. I was like, oh, this was cool. I'll never come back here again, but this was cool. <laughs> and then uh, my, my bestie and I, uh, my best friend lives in uh, Leewood, which is a suburb of Kansas City. Um, we went to a little convention here which was held, I think it was held in the Union Ballrooms, and it was a little sci-fi convention a couple of years ago. And we just, we, we walked around the campus, and we were like, God, this is beautiful. Um, like, you know, just all of the, all of the, you know, the trees and the leaves and so forth and the flowers and the fountains were going. So it was just gorgeous. And it reminded us of, she was my, one of my professors when I was an undergrad at Drury. And we just stayed in touch afterwards, and now she's, I can't imagine a day without her. So yeah, we were just walking around. It's like, yeah, this really reminds us of, of Drury and just how just how small it is, but also it's a little bit bigger, you know, it's like and so it's very much a medium sized school and that's what mm-hmm. I loved about it. And so I've gotten to do a lot of cool things in my life and um I've I've gotten to do I've gotten to do stuff in state government, I've gotten to be a teacher and, and an instructor, and I've gotten to I've gotten to be a fundraiser and work with a lot of amazing donors at different institutions. And in 2021, COVID was kind of coming to an end, and and uh, I was uh, I 
was just looking around at different different jobs that were open, and I saw this job at UCM, Director of Annual Giving. I thought, okay, well, what the heck? I'll just I'll send an application in. It's like they'll never call me. They'll never they'll never consider because I'm still I'm still so young, you know. Because <laughs> most of the most of the annual giving directors I've met are sort of they're they're older than myself. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, a couple months later, um, on a on a particularly bad day um, at, at my at my old job. Um, uh, my boss now, Jackie Jackson, called me, and I look at my phone. It's like, oh, it's a 660 number. Yeah, I better answer this. It's like, hey, it's Jackie Jackson. I want to talk to you about this job. It's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and she's like, can you like, can we talk to you like tomorrow? It's like, yes, yes. <laughs> I will talk to you now. Like, it's, let's go. But so the universe kind of parted ways for me to get this job, and, and like the universe really wanted me to be here at, at UCM. So. There was really nothing standing between me and this gig. So, because I knew as soon as I talked to the, you know, talk, you do, you know, you do virtual interviews first now before you do in person and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I talked to four or five of, you know, my now colleagues on this screen in my, in my apartment at the time because we were still remote at my last job. And I was like, wow, I really want to work here. And, you know, I've, I've never, I haven't had a bad day since. Yeah. Most of, most of my wardrobe is UCM red now. And, mm-hmm. um, I've, um, you know, I, I love this job. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm very privileged to be well taken care of by the university. And I've actually, I've take, I'm taking advantage of uh, one of our employee benefits, which is tuition assistance. And I'm going back to school and I'm going to go, I'm going back to get a second master's. And this time it's, uh, it's this degree is for me. This is a master's in history which history is kind of my jam. Like I'm a history nerd, so on and so forth. And I'm, I'm out and proud nerd. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all about that. And so I'm, uh, I'm getting to, you know, go back and get this degree for me. And so this, you know, just couldn't have worked out better for me. Yeah, it's a little interesting to me you say that because two reasons, actually. So personally, uh, that it's important to me. My dad taught history when I was growing up. Uh, hey. Yeah, at Walker High School. <laughs> Were you a history person when you were there, or is that was that um, a subject you enjoyed? Even you know, though <laughs> I, I would say that history, because my dad has such a unique passion for history, I would say that you know it's always been something that's been in my mind, been something that I find fascinating. Different parts of history, especially you know, I'm a big. I specifically took a Civil War history course out of my way to do it in high school because I'm fascinated with that part of history. Mm-hmm. And what I do now as part of whether I'm the news director for The Beat or I'm writing a story for The Mule Skinner, one of the things I love about that is I'm contributing sort of to the history of the place. And I'm also learning about like what the history of the place is. And, you know, When I get to talk to you, I learn about what your history, that what you're bringing and what you know and let you do here at UCM uh, to like this whole character of UCM. And I get to be part of that. And I think that's awesome. And the second point is that, you know, I did a little bit of a LinkedIn search on you before. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> I hope it's all up to date. Gosh. Uh, it's mostly up to date. <laughs> okay, good. I'm not, I'm not looking anymore. Like, that's the thing. It's like when people, when people find the job and they're very happy, they sort of, that sort of goes away. It's no, like they're not, they're not on their day after day sort of, oh, let's, you know, let's change that description or whatever. Yeah. Success then in that case. Exactly, right. Uh, but I noticed that your first degree was 
um, sort of political science and history, and then it was briefly political science and theater, mm-hmm. and I thought that was interesting. Is like, is theater just an interest you explored for a little bit, or is theater. it related to history <laughs> in some way? I, said, I had so much fun. Uh, Drury was such a great school for me at the time, and I got to, not only was I did I get scholarships for, for uh, going to school at Drury, I was also very heavily active in, in music, so I got a music scholarship and I got a theater scholarship. So I was just I was paid to do awesome things there, and which is how it should be at all universities. And so I graduated with a double major in American political studies and theater. So I got to so I got to double major in both, and I graduated in four years. Ugh, and I'll do that again. And <laughs> so I got to do I got to do fourteen shows while I was there. So I was I was a I consider myself to be the sort of the straight man actor. I was sort of the deadpanning, and I, I would also play. I would also play the jerk. Like I was mm. apparently I was good at playing the jerk, which I don't know. That's, you know, whatever they saw. But, <laughs> but I, I had so much fun, and it was it was such a great time. And you know, I I do you know I do impersonations on the sides, you know, because I I spend a lot of time by myself, so I have to entertain myself. So it's, you know, you mm-hmm. got you to gotta work on your Lord of the Rings, you know, impersonations and so forth. And so you got to do that. And But uh, I, I had such a, I had such a great time. And so that, w- that was good for me. And, and theater is, is good for so many other things besides being on stage or behind stage or... Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it teaches you how to, you know, how to carry your voice and how to, you know, how you're, you know, carry your posture and so forth and speaking to a, a crowd of people. So it's, it really comes in handy when you're a fundraiser, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And about that learning how to speak and sort of posture thing, like, you know, you may think that's just like, okay, so if you're speaking to a whole crowd of people, that's important. Actually, it's not just that. One of the classes we take for DMP, one of the ones I use constantly, the knowledge I've learned from, is radio production. And that is just an acting class for the radio because it teaches you how to pronounce your plosives so that way uh, you're not hitting those as hard and the mic's not blowing out as much on those so that would be your p's and your b's by the way for those who don't know what the plosives are and because the more I, you know yeah absolutely and i would say that not only that class but also having done a little bit of theater in high school growing up i was a little part of a local children's theater being able to do that taught me a little bit about something that I've always come back to is being able to step into an alternate perspective, being able to say, hey, I understand that because I'm able to think of myself in those shoes. And I think theater and a lot of different things, whether it's like role-playing games or movies, or I think a lot of those creative things, that's some of the real value you get out of those is being able to step into somebody else's perspective. I miss the days of a good radio drama, mm. you know those those drama days where you had the you know your Friday night specials or whatever, and like it's like the story that you hear. Um, I'm sure you know this about um, how they did the the War of the Worlds uh-huh. as as a, as a radio yes, drama, and people absolutely. thought it was actually happening. So there's panic out there that there's aliens attacking Earth. So it's yeah, I miss those days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fun fact about radio dramas here on The Beat, we actually have a radio drama show that's coming up. It's called Central Storytelling. We're going to, yeah, we're going to be doing, in radio production, one of the things we do is produce radio dramas, and we're going to start playing them on The Beat because we think they're good enough to actually 
show the populace. Ready for uh, prime time. Ready oh for God. prime time. Yeah, Excellent. absolutely. So if you want to tune in for that, that's going to be coming up soon. Um, I don't know if it's on today. I actually don't know exactly where it's at on the schedule, but I know that it's on the way. It's being produced. I can't wait. I'll listen. I'll tune in. I'll be, I'll be a loyal listener. That's for sure. All right. Right on. Well, Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I just had a great time. Giving Tuesday is coming up. The website yeah. is ucmgives.org. The, yep, ucmgives.org. That is ucmgives.org. And you can make your gift in advance now, or you can make it on the day on Tuesday, November 29th. Remember, we have thousands of dollars in matching challenges available to help your gift go even further. Tune in for our Power Hour on the UCM Alumni Foundation channel. It's going to be a great time. And hats off to you, my new friends, because uh, you're doing a great job. And I hope your listeners know that, too. And I was not I'm not paid to say this or anything like that, but he is doing an excellent job. And hats off to your professors for giving you great training, too. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I appreciate getting compliments on the show. That's, see, that's see, nice. there you go, and it's there in perpetuity. So you got It's always yeah. there. Now, now you listeners got to hear that every time you really listen to this episode, which I hope is many. Better be. That's <laughs> all right. We got well, guarantees to make here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna have to go ahead and close out this conversation. It's been a pleasure talking to you, man. This has been Voices of UCM. I'm your host Abram Tabor, and that was Tyler Habiger. Thanks for tuning in. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.